The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with the sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show number 273 on this January the 30th, 2023 Part of the Belly Up Network of Shows. Tonight we're uh, brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code 1420 SCAPED at Manscaped.com today for all your personal grooming needs. Dave, football games happened this weekend. There we uh, had a little situation. Uh, you kind of placed your uh, your services on the, uh, the backs of the San Francisco 49ers. The Niners kind of failed you. We'll get into the game. But the boys from Brutally Honest Sports reached out to you to... Uh, to uh, Get back on your offer that you that you laid out to them. Uh, yep they uh, they have reached out. We've been uh, DMing a little bit back and forth. Nothing is set in stone yet, but uh, their people are in touch with my people, and uh, I said I would. So I'm gonna go on their show and and take my lumps. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take them willingly, but I said I would, and and that's what I'm gonna do. Well, it's uh, not a bad idea to cross-promote. They come on our show, maybe go on theirs a little bit and help them out and a little bit and, and the like. It's always good to cross-promote with other podcasts and stuff. And it uh, and they, they were good guys. So thanks for coming on our show last week. Uh, we had a lot of laughs if you haven't listened to that show yet. Uh, it'll be a little bit uh, of a past tense because we did talk about the AFC and NFC Championship games that did occur on the weekend. But uh, maybe to go, go back and, and listen to what our, our predictions were and everything else would be a, a lot of laughs. Because I didn't write things out. I don't know. Because I think I, when I make these predictions, I'd say 14 different things you answer so many different polls throughout the day you don't know who you're picking half the time on these uh on these bloody podcasts and everything else so uh, well you gotta you gotta spread it around so like you know put it out there and then you can just retweet the one that was right that's right that's how things usually work dave how was your weekend uh weekend was <laughs> yeah it was a mixed bag it was uh every now and then my wife gets uh, let's do something with the house so this weekend we spent time Repainting, uh, painting the office. Still not done because obviously when you when you take all the posters and shelves off the wall, there's a lot of patching to do. That's I don't mind slug slugging a roller. I really don't. I I, I don't well, the, know if it's the, that yeah, easy. the thing with the thing with painting is is you, you see instant. Um self-gratification because it's done like you put the roller on the wall and you go over it okay it's there, there there it is that's what i intended to do it's done it's all the pre-work and post-work and everything else it's like son of a bitch this oh sucks. putting the tape on and then patching the holes and i don't know the, the the shelf has been in there since we moved the house and it was just a you know a four foot wooden shelf and you know you get those screw mounts for the drywall oh yeah whoever put that in like Fuck! It was metal, and as you put the screw in, it does it doesn't expand like this. It it expanded like a a tarantula. <laughs> that's how they work. Yeah, that's what they're oh, supposed to do. Yeah, but not but huge, man. Like I pulled it out, and then like I couldn't pull it out. So finally, I put a screw in, uh, got the pliers on it, and just reefed on it. And it left a big ass starfish in there. So now, <laughs> long story short, uh, when I got home from work, I I was patching drywall. 
<laughs> Jeez, yeah, I had to do some of that here. It's just, it's such a pain in the ass. And, and you just, it, it's not that it's hard. You just don't want to is the biggest thing. Yeah. Does like that I'm make sense? Down, oh, I just don't sure. want to. Like, I don't I, mind painting and stuff like that, but you know, it's just one of those, uh, this will take us a half a day. And all of a sudden now we're, it's, it's Tuesday and I got to Like, I can't, I got to sand tomorrow. Because I had to get drywall, a little hunk of drywall. And, and you got to was... paint that and move that and do that. Yeah, it's, oh. uh, yeah, it's the things about being a grown up. Eh? Sometimes like old Jasper, he's got things made in the shade a little bit, doesn't he? Oh, man. Like just not five minutes ago, the dog came in from outside and he has to get his paws wiped. Jasper, could you wipe his paws? Oh, really? <laughs> End of the world. Yeah, really. You know, I, I've done it a thousand Actually, times. Yeah. I wouldn't mind you doing it three times. Actually, yes, could you please? <laughs> I, I, when I when I'm when I ask, I'm not asking, I'm telling. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how this is how this actually works. <laughs> it's funny, eh? Like you, you when you talk to people of a, a certain age group or if they're your uh subordinates at work or whatever, when you, you say, Hey, could you please do this? And you look at them and it's not dude, I'm not asking, I'm telling. Like, yeah, people, I'm, people don't understand that. Yeah, just because I say please doesn't mean no is an actual it's, it's, no. No, it's not an option. Right? It's not like a request to Rick D's in the weekly top forty. Like I'm actually telling you what to fucking do, right? So yeah, yeah. it's one of those things. Anyways, the uh, AFC NFC football championship games happen this weekend. Uh, we'll start with the NFC game. That one, uh, geez, that took a turn for the worst for the 49ers right off the bat. Uh, that game. Okay, injuries happen. I get it, and it's 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 unfortunate what happened to Big Cock Brock and, and the like. He's having a one of those uh, rising the occasion kind of seasons and everything else. And the, the injury that happened early in the in the first, and he hurt his arm. It turns out it's, it's a six month injury. Uh, eight, it's a uh, I can't remember. The nerve damage type thing. Something, yeah. something that I, uh, a big word that I can't pronounce. <clears> I'm <throat> going to try. But uh, he got hurt early. But the, the play that really kind of changed the game early, and you wonder what would have happened with field position and the like, was that fourth and three, that uh, was a pass that wasn't caught. Uh, the, the Shanahan didn't, didn't, uh, didn't challenge it. And you saw the, the Philadelphia receiver, uh, Devonta Adams, I think his name is. He was he was. He said, "Let's go, let's go." He's pounding his fists together to get the line of scrimmage because he knew he didn't catch it, uh, and he didn't challenge that. And then Philadelphia would end up scoring. You wonder if that play would have got, got challenged early, Dave. Uh, that injury might not have happened the way things could have could have rolled out. Well, that's a, a a bit of a bridge too far, I would think. But um, but that that's a big play. Uh, you know the, the the stones on Philly to go for it and 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 throw the bomb as as opposed to uh, a running play that that took some stones. It San Fran, like in retrospect, they should have at least called a timeout so they could look at it. And you know, and and I I was even saying uh, last week or like in the I don't know if it was super card super wild card week or or the week or last week, I'm not sure, but. More than once, the how dumb that sounds. Like it's something we, it's, it's just been wild card forever for us, and we're old. It's just all yeah. of a sudden it's super it's, wild card. Well, okay, yeah, man. sure. Well, it's just it's anyway. Sorry, sorry for interrupting. No, that's that's quite all right. Um, the there was the the eye in the sky from New York. They're like they'll buzz down to the guys and say that that wasn't a catch. You got to flip that call. They were yeah. doing that, and how that didn't happen. 
how someone in New York didn't say, no, no, we got to make sure this, this is the NFC championship game. We got to make sure it's right. So, you know, I even put it on the Twitter machine uh, at the refs. Like it was the refs scored that touchdown for uh, Philly and they scored the second touchdown for Philly. Like with these tic-tac five yard first down penalties that uh, Philly had on their second drive. I, I can see the frustration building and then the, the injury happens to Brock and then old man Joe. What it was Josh it was, Johnson? Wasn't it Josh? Josh, Josh, Josh Johnson. I don't even know who he is. Yeah. He was on the Jets roster like four weeks ago. I know he like got, he, he ended up with the uh, with the 49ers when Garoppolo went down. That's I read that uh, as uh, he was in the game yesterday. Who the hell is this guy? So I logged on and saw who the hell he was and um been around the league for 13 years apparently and he got basically three snaps and his head got uh, bounced off the turf and then that was the end well, of him for, no that was before fumbling a snap yeah right so you know that like the the football god said to mike shanahan uh no not mike kyle mike's yeah. his dad mike's his dad um yeah it's uh you ain't you ain't winning this year, buddy. You're losing this game, and and that was football gods more than the stripes, because once once you're down to McCaffrey running wildcat, you're you only got three wildcat plays. It's not like well, that's just it, and it it kind of it, it was kind of a thing that about that game the way it turned out, and we'll get into it about the uh, the emergency, but the e bug. I I, ta- I taught you something for everyone on air tonight. The e bug situation mm-hmm. that the Oilers got themselves into over the weekend that maybe uh, the NFL sh- has to go back to because they have a thing um, that they changed the rules a few years back that you couldn't have the 46th player on your roster being a quarterback. I can't remember how it was exactly worded, but having a uh, not having a quarterback available to you in the championship game, that's pretty shitty. And like even having a practice guy on the bench, if he's just there, you, you don't pay him whatever. Have him on the bench because that situation where you, you don't have a a quarterback who can throw a football for the better part of the sec of the second half, you're not going to win a football game. And the Eagles kind of had a uh, now they're they're really had the uh, the easy route to, to the Super Bowl because one they play in the NFC, which is which is rather weak, and in the championship game they only really had to play half a half of football and they could just coast through through that game because there, there was only one there was a quarterback who could not throw the football the second half of that game. Yeah, like uh, it was the game. You can only win the games that are in front of you, and that's what Philly did, and I'm not going to debate that for a second. But uh, you just, San Fran, there was no way the the football gods were letting him win that game. It would have been, it would have been miraculous in, in the craziest sense of the word. It would have been the most miraculous win in the history of sports. Yeah, you just like all season long, like right off, like just quarterback after quarterback, and they they find a diamond in the rough, and it, with uh, with Purdy, and they kind of they thought they had a, a puncher's chance yesterday, and Philly did, didn't have to do a whole bunch. They like they they were they were good. I don't. I wouldn't go as far as saying that they were great yesterday, but they they had possession of the ball all the time, and they could just do whatever they want against that defense, that that vaunted defenses uh, of San Francisco. But because San Fran was was chasing uh philly could do whatever they wanted really because they didn't uh you wear a defense down and that, that's what happens and that's what happened yesterday well yeah the defense just lived on the on the field like the the offense was was fucked they just yeah. let's okay let's just run two minutes off the clock we'll give you 30 30 yards of field position but just let us rest for a little bit 
Like yeah, it's it's, it's just it's too bad that a game that, that, yeah. that we had such high hopes for ended up being a bit of a dud because it was over first quarter, basically, once the quarterback was done. Like you said, the football gods, they've been saying it pretty much all season to uh, to San Fran, you're not winning, you're not winning, you're not winning. And they, they found a way to uh, to get themselves into a situation yesterday where they, they had a chance to win when the game started, but uh, she was over quickly and there was no coming back. There just, there just wasn't. Yeah, too bad. You know what? And then maybe... Uh... Don't fuck with the Rocky statue, guys. Like, that's maybe uh, this is a little bit of karmic retribution for the San Fran fans running around that town acting like a bunch of jackasses. Don't yeah. mess. Oh, they they put, uh, they uh, draped all San, they dressed the Rocky statue up in San Fran gear, in Niner gear. I did not know that. And then they had a guy uh, dressed in costume as uh, Kyle Shanahan uh, running the stairs a la Rocky. And then doing stuff. They were they were mocking <clears throat> the 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 mythical legend of of Rocky Balboa. Don't fuck with Rocky ever. Don't fuck with the Rocky <laughs> Karma man. Yeah, no, there's no getting around that. Yeah, now that the the San Francisco 49ers are, we'll get on to the AFC game here in a second. But the 49ers have a, a situation where they they've been licking the jar for a few years. They're right there, even without a a quarterback uh, of any ilk this year. Uh, they, they get the NFC Championship game. Do they go out and do they make a a, a, a change? Do they go and do something that has them uh, to get them back to a position that they could win? Because right now, they're doing everything right, but, right? And so do, do they go out and get a guy? Do they go out and make, make the, because uh, Brady's going somewhere. Uh, do they go out and say, okay, we have only X amount of years um we're, we're, we're going to be good before players have to start getting paid and everything on and on. We talk about it all the time on our show, but do they go out and say, maybe get a Tom Brady type, say, okay, put a, take us a promise land, Tommy. Well, no, it's, it's, it's injuries. That's that sunk them. Not, not the play of the, of the players of the roster. So I, I don't think so. This is you're They're saving $25 million a year. The, 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 you can have, um, what's his name? Trey Lance and, uh, Purdy and Purdy on 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 the roster next year, and Aaron Rodgers is going to make more in one game, and those two assholes make for the entire season. Yeah, they saved so much ridiculous, and they were the number two seed, and and they started winning once uh, uh, Lance got hurt. Is that his name? Who's the guy that got Trey hurt? Lance. Is it Trey yeah. Lance. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I I think I think you. I don't think you make a change at quarterback. You got all those ridiculous uh, weapons on offense and defense. I I don't change a thing. Like like I said, the football gods are the ones that said you're not winning today. Not not this. Not the GM. Not the coaches. Not the players. It's just they they just wasn't their day. Yeah, like it's 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 tough. Like injuries happen. I get it. It's just you can't you can't plan for injuries. I mean, every team is one injury away from being having a disaster of a season, right? It's just a matter of when that injury when when the injury happens, and if you some guy comes out of nowhere and can take over for that guy who gets injured, because every team gets them, and you get this late in the season in any sport, no matter what it is. Uh, injuries happen, and that that's just part part of the game, part and parcel for every sport. And you just find a way to deal with it. And then most championship teams, like we'll find out uh, two weeks from now that Mahomes is injured and he can barely walk. He took a shot or whatever it was, so we go out there and play a little bit. But you you go, I think you're going to see a lot. It's it's every year after playoffs are done, no matter what sport it is, the injury report comes out. This guy, this was hurt. This guy, that was hurt. So it's just a matter of how hurt guys are, because there's injured and then there's hurt, right? And then and if you're injured, you can't play. If you're hurt, you can play. 
Yeah. And then, like, you know, Brock, he didn't look in pain. He looked, didn't, but he couldn't throw the ball. And when they put him back in, like, he obviously. I think he tried win. one pass to McCaffrey yeah. and it was a little dumb pass. He's like, no, I can't do this. You know, yeah. So. And, and I, I have no doubt he's a gamer. He wanted to be out there, but he couldn't. Yeah. It's, it's too couldn't. bad a, a game of that, uh, of that, uh, has to turn into referees and 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 injuries like that's that's just sport. Uh, AFC Championship game. What was your biggest take on on the? Uh, uh, I didn't think that Burrow was good. We were we were jerking him off before the game started. Uh, he was going to be this and that and, and the next uh, on on this game. I didn't think he had a great game. The, they were lucky to be in a situation where they were in the second half, not down a bunch. Uh, I like Kansas City dominated that first half, and they were lucky to only be getting to get, be giving up field goals. Uh, Burrow wasn't great, and if he was, if he would have just been seventy five percent Joe Burrow, I think they would have won that football game. I kind of disagree on that. Um, I, I think the reason he didn't absolutely light it up is because uh, Kansas City got to him. They, the pass rush they put him on the ground quite a few times. So that makes you a little uncomfortable. Yeah, he got hit 12, 12 or 13 times, I think they said yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, and, uh, you know, even that one, he when it was in the fourth quarter, I don't know if it was their last or second to last drive, he, he threw that one into double coverage to, to T. Higgins, and he hit him in the helmet, for fuck's sake, between two guys. But Higgins couldn't catch it because the guy was standing in front of him. But it was it was the perfect pass. If the ball hits you in the helmet, you got to catch that thing. Um, I think the, the, if I was Cincinnati, I don't think the fix was in, but I can definitely understand why they think the fix was in it, it. The, the zebras to me seemed like they were a little hesitant on, on throwing the flag, um, on like there, there was the one time blatant, uh, Burrow let go of the ball and the guy shoved him to the ground and no flag there. Um, it was, I think. I, I can see how Cincy fan is a little annoyed at the referees. I think the refing in both games was was not up to snuff. It's it's not good. And, you, and like when we had uh, – actually, I, I, Tom O'Connor, I saw Tom at the grocery store the other night. Tom, friend of the show, I saw him. Uh, we were, he was getting much healthier food than I was getting, let's just say, to say the least. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure. Yeah, just across the way here. Uh, anyways, yeah, I saw him. But he – and like he said when he was on our show – a while ago, don't leave it up to the referees to make a decision, right? If you get to that point where a referee is making or breaking your, your game, then you you probably didn't have a chance to win anyways. Uh, don't leave it in, in their hands. But in a, in a game like football where the, the, there's a, there could be a holding call on, on every play, there could be uh, roughing the passer one way or the other, uh, it did seem to be a little bit leaning towards uh the chiefs and you hate like I, I didn't have a dog in the fight or a horse in the race at all in this game but it did seem a little bit awkward like there was like hey come on there's a, that last play that was a penalty oh that's they they had to throw that flag that's a penalty there's no yeah. doubt about that we're talk, yeah. talking about well, i can't remember the guy's name asai asai yeah he 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 knocked out Mahomes was already out of bounds the whole bit. He got a little aggressive, not, not a little aggressive, a lot aggressive, and put them in, in field goal position. Um, but on the other hand, if they have a uh, if they run some time off the clock before the, the, the kickoff and don't give Mahomes 41 seconds to, to, to move the ball down the field, and then the run back, right, the, off that kickoff, on and on it goes, right? So there, there was a lot that can, can go up into that situation where, yes, the referees are, are a factor in the game, but it's the little things that lead, leading up to that that 
cost that cost Cincinnati the game. Yeah, and that and the other thing is like you mentioned a couple episodes um ago with Mahomes stepping up to the plate with all these guys challenging him for the the throne of best quarterback in the NFL and he yeah. was like hold my beer. That's what he did last night. Like I I I read You could tell he was hobbled a little bit. Like his, oh, for sure. his wheels not in a good shape. Yeah. Oh no, like and even like a couple of those um, when he had to throw off his back leg, like he was, he was limping and hopping. He was, he's, he's not at a hundred percent and, and he's still, he, he was an absolute gamer. And then in one of the post game shows I was watching, like sent for, uh, sorry, uh, Kansas city has 10 receivers on the depth chart. They finished the game with three, like that Van Tye Scantling. Like I, I, he's, he's bounced around the league and he's never been like, he had the game of his life. And if he doesn't have the game of his life, Kansas City doesn't win because uh, toward in in the second half, all they had to do was uh, put put one guy on Scanling, double team Kelsey, and they were fucked. And but but Mahomes made it work. He 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 totally was a grit grinder in that second half. It wasn't sexy, but he made it work. And and I I fully tip my hat to the toughness. Um, of Joe Burrow, uh, not Joe Burrow, of uh, Pat Mahomes winning that game yesterday for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, you seen like in the, the post game thing where they are still on the field and doing the whole bit, and then Kelsey was flapping his gums and and the like, and he was saying a bunch of stuff. Kelsey was, and, which is fine. The enthusiasm, I, I get it, but the, just the class that Mahomes seems to do things with. He he never besmirches anybody. He said something about Cincinnati Mayor because apparently since the, the the Cincinnati Mayor said something about him earlier on uh, in the week. I can't remember what it was. Didn't I? I he said he wanted uh, he wanted Mahomes to take a paternity test because he believes Joe Burrow is his daddy. Well, that's pretty funny, actually. When it comes down to <laughs> it's like, a good line, but it's not it's too not... bad. And so he's getting sure, but he but he was but he was pretty quiet about things. And then uh, he seems like a pretty level-headed guy. Like you talked about, like how his brother is such a nozzle. We talked last week about him with our friends from uh, Bruliana Sports there, and then how Mahomes just comes out as a good guy, and and, and that that helps a lot. Like when you're humble like that and you're likable, uh, if you're playing hard and you're doing things, and if you do make a mistake, if you're a good person about stuff, like the, the little things, that helps out your uh, your persona a lot. 100%. And, you know, it even goes back to the contract negotiation. We didn't hear him uh, sitting out or demanding anything. Kansas City just said, okay, how much? Right? You know, it's it's it's... Pat Mahomes is the is the the leather coat in in Giorgio Armani. If you have to ask how much, you can't afford it. Pat Mahomes is that. If you have to ask how much for us to play with you, yeah. you can't afford us. Like he's that fucking good. And you know he's the exception to the rule. I believe that you know he netted up. There was rookies all over the place. There was like uh, they were on their. Seventh and eighth receivers, wide receivers. They had three, four rookies in the secondary. They nutted up. And, you know, he's make Mahomes makes a ton of money, but he goes in there. He does the work. He leads from the front. He's not a mouthpiece. He says the right things. And, you know, if you want to play with me, then you fucking get in line. And then, and then we'll talk about getting paid later. But no, I noticed that. Like, and I, I, I don't. I don't pay attention to post game stuff a whole bunch, but I, I noticed that a lot last night. Like he, you could see the Mahomes was was playing up to what Kelsey was yabbering on about. He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is fun, but okay, like, can you just not when I'm here? Like this is this this not not who I am and not not the persona that I that I put out there. And so just can you 
like, okay, it's fun, but not while I'm on camera. And and I, I, I like that a lot about him. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Travis. I got this. Right? Yeah, I, I'm know. good. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I, I know what to say. I, I've been doing this for a while. Yeah. 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 You're an all pro too, but yeah. you know, let's... I've been, I, you know, I'm five years in the league or five years of starter and all five years we, we've been in this game and, and, and the like right now we're going to Super Bowl again. Uh, Talk about that penalty, uh, just, just as I made. A horrible decision, like just awful. The football guys, they, they get jacked up, and all sports guys, they get jacked up. But that was a just an awful decision at an awful time. If that happens in the first quarter of a game in fucking November, you don't remember, right? It's whatever, man. But the the, all, the, the timing of it all was just, that that was probably the worst thing of that whole uh, jacked up, pushing the guy one while he was already out. It, it didn't make any sense, and, and put and put the Chiefs in field goal position. Just an awful time for an awful decision. Yeah, it it it, it literally could not be worse because um, they were saying like when you, you saw that red field goal line on the coverage uh, on the TV coverage, that uh, Mahomes was still eight nine yards shy of that. And and they were saying all throughout the forecast because it was so cold. Neither kicker, um, and both that. yeah, both Bucker and and the Savage McPherson, uh, they were um, they weren't banging them through for fifty, and that was going to be a forty-eight yarder, I think, without uh, or something like that. Yeah, with uh, without that penalty, that penalty was as costly as it gets. It was it's like a balk in the bar of the ninth with with bases loaded. Right, it was that bad. It was bad, and then what was even worse is when they were they were at, like not even worse. It's just as bad, and it, it, it's a and it's it's just a testosterone and emotion. But one of his teammates, uh, Jermaine Pratt, I think his name was, you could hear him over the uh, they had the mics on and the cameras were on of watching the the Bengals go into the dressing room, and he was he was swearing. Why would you touch the fucking quarterback? Why did you see that? Like it, it wasn't. <laughs> no, I didn't see it, that. It, it was. Like they shouldn't have been recording that. Like there's no reason why NBC or CBS or whoever it was should have been recording that at all because it didn't have to be um, to be shown because that like it's it's emotion and everything else and they didn't have to play it and, or, or have the mics off or whatever. But it, it showed it showed the emotion of sport, but it also showed that oh man that guy was like there were some pissed off dudes at him and like it's I mean, rightfully so. But I mean mm-hmm. every play throughout the game like it's the old. Uh, Glass houses don't throw stones, right? Because how many mistakes they all make throughout the game, right? Like it's just, it's just, it's just, it, it it shows the emotional sport, which is good. But I think there's sometimes they could probably just turn the mics off. Yeah, yeah, leave the mics on because it's totally understandable. I don't think I don't think any worse of the guy that uh, said, "Keep your hands off the fucking quarterback." He, he's he's frustrated too, like this. And and they were talking about it in post game how this Asai was having. A hell of a game, one of the better games of the season. So he's young, you know, yeah, he's only yeah, twenty-two and, years old. Yeah, and and, and it's, so I feel for him, right? Like it, it wasn't malicious; it was frustration and aggression. Is like fuck. Yeah, and, and aggression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't attempt to injure or anything, but it was. It was a shove in the back when he was running. And he was out of bounds. The guy I feel bad for is the equipment manager or whatever that was on Cincy. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, he paid. Like, I don't know how. I wonder if that guy's okay. Uh, speaking of mics off, 
your friend Tony Romo almost threw out an end bomb. I don't know if you saw that. Did no, you see I that? didn't. I hear that. There was a situation, and I didn't. He hear has it. to shut up. Tell me, he he. Did you listen to the broadcast? On just stop. Just stop fucking yelling, Romo. Yeah. Just talk like. So a, he was getting excited, and like there, I can't remember what the exact play was, but 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 the, this running back dodged three tackles, and he said something that I'm not even going to try to 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 uh, replicate and he almost went into the end bomb i was that that would have been the end of tony romo's career right there and oh i wish he it was it, it was because like oh yeah he because then i i saw some people they had it on the old twitter machine that uh they were like did romo just do this and it was a group of of uh african-american fans watching it and they were having a chuckle about it not that i'm laughing about that use of that word but they, they were saying did romo just and they, they, they reround it and they were like yep he almost did it was just it was funny so i'll, I'll try to find it. maybe i'll put it up on our twitter account or i'll send it to you dave because it was uh it was it, that was almost the end of tony romo's career right there well that's i i i did a search as you were talking and then i i just i said search romo and bomb it sounds like tony romo darn near dropped an end bomb during chiefs game mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll i'm not going to read it while we're talking but i'm definitely going to catch up on that in a yeah it, it was like oh yeah that, that's exactly what he was going to say there was no there was no word in that situation he, he, he could have used that to start with an end well and i have the streaming services too so i'm going to find and i'm going to listen to it after, after yeah it was something else I, uh, like story I say, Storylines coming up for the super bowl uh coming up in two weeks i, I don't like this two weeks off get into it get it done play it uh, the Chiefs got to be happy because well, both teams so can, can get healthy, I guess. But yeah, the Chiefs will be really healthy to to, to rest Mahomes' bad wheel. Yeah, um, and you know, it's I'm not I'm not big on it either. You kind of want it to just roll, but then you know, there's it's a couple of things. Super Bowl is such an animal, right? Like it's it's the football game for the non-football fans. So the the obligations the the NFL just can't lick the boots of all their corporate masters. Um, or the corporate can't lick the boots of the NFL. There's just not enough time. There's not enough boots. Uh, uh, there's too many boots to be licked in just one week. Yeah, All the smoothion oh, and, and, and the, the, like everything that goes into it. Um, it it's, it's, it's too much. It's such an event. And it is, it is what it is. That's where I'm going to leave it there. And so you got to give the teams one week to practice because they, they got obligations to the NFL and, and to the people coming to watch that game and, and the people that actually do pay their paychecks. Right. So with all the sponsors, there's a lot, there's a lot to, there's no getting around that Uh, storylines coming out. There's uh, three of them right off the bat, the Kelsey bowl, the Kelsey brothers are going to be playing each other. Uh, I don't know if it's the first time in Super Bowl history, two brothers be playing each other. Then you have Andy Reid coaching against his former team in Super Bowl. And then I didn't, and then this last one, I didn't know this, um, Two African American quarterbacks, uh, starting quarterbacks, playing in the same game in the Super Bowl. I, I didn't know that that was a thing. And you think with all, all the years uh, uh, that this has been going on, that this is the first time it's ever happened. That's uh, quite an amazing uh, little storyline that I, I I didn't think it was a thing. Um, well, it's for sure a thing. If it's never happened before, it has to be a no, thing. No, right, right? I mean, yeah. I just I just never thought oh, you, you never just, thought that it hadn't happened. Before. Yeah, I never thought it hadn't happened. I was like, oh, yo, that's that's odd to me that it never happened before. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, I found it a little curious as well, but then once I started thinking about it, 
Yeah, fucking Tom Brady's been in the Super Bowl the last fifteen fucking years, and he is, <laughs> well, that, so, that he changed, black. So, not, yeah. so now you're down to thirty-seven Super Bowls left, yeah. right? And then you, and you had uh, John Elway play, played in a few, and you had yeah, then you go back. Yeah, that's just the way that's the way the way it kind of goes. So you just do do the math on it. Uh, the early lines, Philly. We won't get too much into who's going to win and lose because you don't you don't know anything. Uh, Philly by two right now. Uh, so that to me, that that's a pick 'em. I think this this is a pick 'em game. When we will talk about it more probably in a week and a half from now. But uh, to me, this is a pick 'em kind of a game. Yeah, I I don't think so. I don't think so. If Kansas City's healthy, they I think I think they win. But I'm not going to go out on a limb or anything like that. Um, I think I think the I'm an AFC guy. And I think uh, Casey's the better team, but we'll see who can get healthy and and uh, in two weeks' time. So when you go on the brutally honest sports podcast, are you gonna double down on your on your uh, anti Philly lines? Well, only if asked. Well, they're going to ask. <laughs> well, I'm still getting around that. <laughs> I they still like my like my my one of my main arguments was that Philly's untested and they're they're still untested and they're, they're actually kind of, they're, and actually with with no quarterback to face this past week and they're really untested. Yeah, and like oh we got a top five defense like who the fuck have you played like that's it's it, it reminds me of that uh, Devin Hester Rex Grossman Chicago Bears um, Super Bowl yeah. that's the that's the one uh, Peyton won with the with the Colts. And that Prince gave the best halftime show of all time. No, no, I think the uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Bruno like Mars. Time. Bruno Mars was really good a few years back. Yeah, he wasn't Prince good. But you're a Prince guy. Yes, that doesn't mean that doesn't make him any less good. I don't think so either. Anyways, <laughs> fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This episode is brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code. One four two zero escaped at manscape.com or .ca today. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your next ticket. Dave, there was a gentleman who didn't have to use SeatGeek for his ticket on Saturday night in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oilers had themselves a situation where former Lethbridge Hurricane uh, Stuart Skinner found himself unable to play, came down with some kind of an illness at the last second, whatever happened, who knows, who cares, why bother, but the Oilers had to call uh, the U of A Golden Bears across town who were playing that night against the Regina the Regina Cougars, uh, so they had to res- resort to their third string goaltender, uh, Matt Berlin, I think his name is, uh, their third string guy, he played for Sherwood Park Crusaders at one point, but anyways, he was the... Uh, emergency backup goaltender for the Edmonton Oilers that night against the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, This is a comedy of errors, I think, right across the league. But 
Uh, first off, I taught you that the acronym eBug was a thing tonight. Uh, and what is your thoughts on eBugs in general? Well, it's just necessary. Um, NFL, NHL teams can't carry three goalies. Um, depending on where their farm team is, they can't do a call-up in, in one day. And, and these situations arise usually quite quickly. Um, you need a backup. And, and you know, that, that fella for uh, when the Canes were playing, the, the Carolina Hurricanes a couple David of years Ayers. back. David Ayers, yeah. Where, yeah, they were playing in Toronto. And so their their e-bug was a Toronto guy. And, and so it's not like, it's just like, who's, you got your own equipment, let's go. And then so that's what happened. And, and it's, uh, I like it. I, I like it a lot, actually, because, you know, the, the plan is never to use it. Yeah, your, your emergency backup goaltender, but obviously you do need it. And it's. It's a life story. It's a. It's not life changing. I like it, that that end of things. Where where a guy his hockey DB is now. He plays Edmonton Oilers and he's his his. He got one shot against with. He went in with two minutes and forty seconds left or something on Saturday night, and uh, he faced one shot blocker save easy against a a really bad Chicago team. So Edmonton and, was up seven two at the point. seven two seven three whatever and, it was yeah. And from what I heard. Um, is like Connor uh, McDavid actually went to the coach and said, "Hey, how about putting e bug in there?" And and that's how. And then so with two minutes left in the game, they they pulled uh, the goalie and, Campbell, and uh, yeah. yeah, Soupy and and put in e bug. Yeah, because what happened was about seven minutes. That's when the conversation with Woodcroft and McDavid happened. With about seven minutes left, and uh, they said. Let's put him in. We're up seven three, which is kind of a cocky move because all of a sudden it could be four shots on a guy who's got a four goals against average or whatever it is in university hockey in, in Canada. Um, they said at the, at the last TV timeout you're going to be going in. So they they told they told Soupy Campbell that you're you're coming out and this guy's going in. That's kind of a dick move, I think, because it this would never have happened twenty years ago. Or thirty years ago, or whatever it was, when when the uh, the goonery in hockey was going on, because that's a kick in the pills to the Chicago Blackhawks, in my opinion. I I understand it. it's a it's a nice move, and no one's going to get upset. I wouldn't think, but it's kind of like, like I said, it's a bit of a kick in the in the nuts towards the Chicago Blackhawks. Like we're that confident in this in this game right now, and you guys aren't good that we're going to win this hockey, and we're going to put this guy in who's not a national hockey leaguer. So what? You know, it comes down to the thing, you know, like if you're if you're tired of us scoring on you, like do something about it. Like it and and obviously it wasn't I don't think they would have done it in a chippy game. Edmonton was just that much better that night. You know, it wasn't yeah, you weren't running it up. Like what are you, you gonna tell like don't score, don't try, because that's how players get hurt. We say it all the time. And and sometimes it's not your night. The fact that they put an e-bug there, like I imagine they played a much more um, defensive style, and and they weren't there to show up. Show the motives wasn't to show Chicago up. The motive, I agree. The motive was completely in. Let's let's give this kid a story to tell for the rest of his life. He was an Edmonton Oiler. He got the jersey, goes out there with his Golden Bears green and black and gold. <laughs> yeah, that was equipment cool. Equipment on. I was like, holy Jesus. And it, it's a great story. Like, I'm, 
manages if I look back 30 years if, if I was given the chance to do something like that it would have been, it would have been great like you, you look at the, the David Ayer situation from uh to, to, to 2020 with the Carolina Hurricanes like or 10 minutes or something he, like that, no he man. played he played over over a period I think it was and the first two shots went in they're like oh and he had to go in because I think it was Freddie Anderson got hurt or whoever that doesn't much matter but he had to play like he was actually the emergency goaltender and he didn't have a choice in Chicago or uh, Carolina and Rod Brindamore they, they the went Zamboni in, driver yeah, yeah they, they went in lockdown mode and they didn't win that hockey game and that was a, a bit of a laughing stock for the truck for the Toronto Maple Leafs like so but on that note like, like you said, Toronto should have won that hockey game when you got a guy who's not an Ash Hockley goaltender. So don't, if you if you if you're going to complain about it, do better, right? Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like Chicago was was complaining, but it just like it, I don't know if that would have happened 20 years ago. I, I really don't. I, I don't. It was a different, different game, different, different time. Different game, different time. You know, but like you know, that's just like that's not the way. Like, old man shakes fist at cloud, right? You know, just. Let the kids have some fucking fun. And that's exactly what happened there. They let the kids have some fun. They 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 put the uh, e-bug in there and and he he has his story to tell. And and people like McDavid, like they feel good for a guy. Like they they can feel good for, for other people, right? It it makes them feel good because they help make a kid's dream come true. Well, he's not a kid. He was 23, 24 25, years old. 25, I think he's actually. Yeah. yeah, which yeah, which isn't important, but you know, that it's it's kind of like a, a a young adult make a wish foundation, right? It, Sitting like, on like, the bench, he was probably had a heart on the whole fucking night. Well, like, apparently he was studying in, like the, that Saturday afternoon at uh, whatever his house in Edmonton somewhere, just doing nothing, and his phone binged, and hey, you're playing tonight with for the Oilers, like what? Like he, like he, because he wasn't playing for the Bears that night. Like he's a, the third stringer, so they're actually just lucky he wasn't having some Saturday afternoon beers or something. Like if you think about it, well, maybe he was. Who knows? <laughs> Who right? knows? Like, like whatever. Like it's like that would be that would be funny. Like, um, hey, can, uh, do you want to play for the Oilers tonight? Oh, I fucking I love to. And then on the cab, he's like text text the GM or whatever. <laughs> do you guys uh, piss test for weed? Yeah, like, uh... <laughs> like what? Do I got a piss test? I kind of got into her last night a little bit, so uh, I don't know, man. Like university guy, right? You never know on a Saturday afternoon go for a few beers wherever in Edmonton. There, yeah, that would be kind of a funny story if if they called the guy and said, "No, man, I I, I'm hammered, man. I can't play." I'm fucking goosed. Yeah, yeah. And and then and then I hope they took him out. Like dress or play. There's a big difference. Yeah. Like, what are the chances, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just funny if that, that would have happened. And yeah, and I hope they, they took him out of the town a little bit afterwards and said, hey, congratulations on getting any NHL and whatever. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a neat story on that end. And I'm not besmirching Chicago for being for – being, I, I hope they weren't poor sports about it and everything else. But I think there's got to be a way – that they could try to find a way to make to, to so this doesn't happen because it seems to be happening quite more frequently. Uh, and if if that's a situation where you had Dave, let's just say if if this was a game in in February or March where all of a sudden uh, these two points mean a lot for whoever uh, and should, or Edmonton has to play this guy uh, and then someone needs the points and somebody who's not even involved in the game needs needs Edmonton to win or Edmonton to lose. It's a pretty shitty situation that uh, hockey's got themselves in by only having two, two gold or uh, two goaltenders on the bench, and like in football, if they could have had a uh, an 
Ibaka, I guess, emergency backup quarterback yesterday in, in San Francisco, uh, they probably would have liked that situation. It's it's too bad that injuries do happen and things do happen, but there's got to be a way around this. Like, like, what's your solution? You don't have a problem unless you have a solution, right? Like, you can't carry three because how does one stay sharp? You know, that's always the, the argument in the NHL um, with these young guys that are playing great. Like, you know, you can't. You're going to bring him up to to watch eight games and play two? How does a kid get better that way? This, is, this isn't a, a normal state of operations. It only happens when the e-bug's even on the bench, what, maybe 10 times in a year? Yeah. Like, I don't know. So it's, it's not that common. And because nine times out of 10, the team will see it coming. And then, and then they're, they can make the arrangements with the farm system. Like, you can't go on a roadie with an e-bug, right? You have to do your call up and put people on the injured reserve. Like it's, it's just, it's just one of those things. And, and I, and I agree. I think the NFL should definitely look into letting uh, maybe expanding the, the roster like they do for the NHL, like they do for the major league baseball. Um, once, once you're in the nitty gritty of the playoff race and the playoffs. Well, baseball like on a double header, they actually they go to a, a, a what is it 20, 26 man roster for 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 a double header to have an extra pitcher, so they actually mm-hmm. do they they are ahead of the, the game on, on on that way, and so it's a little bit different than they they, they that one thing that baseball is ahead of the other sports in where they go okay we're good we don't want injuries to happen and we'll you can have another pitcher on your roster for a double header day which makes sense, and mm-hmm. could could the NHL do something like like you said the guys got to play like if you had a, a third stringer who just was on practicing all the time and on the bus all the time or on the plane all the time. He doesn't get any 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 game action. So, but and, then you would like the NHLPA would say he still gets league minimum. Well, right? and then, but okay, have that guy not not going against the cap then. But you have to pay number three league minimum. Yeah, and doesn't or go against the cap. Ah. Four hundred grand or whatever. I don't keep the e bug man. It's a good story. It's a heartfelt story. It is. It's just a feel good story. Everybody feels good for the kid. It shows that McDavid actually, you know, isn't a robot like everybody thinks he is. Yeah, he cares. And for him to to be the impetus to get this kid in that, like I I totally dig it. The uh like the thing about football is like they have these huge rosters and there's all these players and blah 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 and on and on and on. Why they couldn't have one more quarterback joining in that fray is is a mystery to me. You look at that, that sideline. There's a hundred people on each sideline. Well, it's at not, least. Oh, gee. Well, not players, not people in jerseys, right? Like, I don't know. I I remember they used to have a third string quarterback on the on the active roster. I don't know why they. There was a rule. It. I read it today. And it didn't make sense. I wasn't that interested, so I I, I quit reading because that's what I that's got the attention span of a fucking skunk. But yeah, I would it, imagine it was because then. I don't like no. I was going to say because then a team might keep a third string quarterback just to keep him away from somebody else, and it was it was, it was um, that's quite possible actually. It's not conducive to to player movement and and actually because if you're under contract as a third stringer and then you know you're you're backing up Garoppolo and they're like oh yeah sweet I'm gonna and then now they're gonna sign Brady next year and like so fuck now I went from third string to fourth string 
So how is this fair to me? So I could I could see that argument, but in the playoffs, like you just, I I, I like I don't know. Like, do they only have? Do they run two all all year? They don't have a third stringer like on the practice squad. They have or, practice roster guys, right? So why not why not just have those guys those guys on the on the sidelines in equipment for for game day? What's it going to hurt? Or not even in equipment, right? They could be in their tracksuit, and if the 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 starter gets hurt, go get dressed. Then, then you go get dressed. Yeah, right. And 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 just, I don't know too. And and because maybe they're worried they're going to cheat. And like, fuck, who the fuck knows? Like, it, it it doesn't make sense because, you know what? It, it the football gods were not going to let San Francisco win that game on on Sunday. And that was clear. Yeah. But it would have been more entertaining for the viewing public. And that's the only reason the NFL would change the rules because it became a not entertaining game because San Francisco didn't have a quarterback anymore. Yeah, the game was over. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a level playing field by any means. It was over. Like it was a done deal. They it was over. They were they just didn't have yeah. they didn't have a a, qual, a qualified NFL quarterback at for, for most of that game. Yes, and there were and there was zero chance of uh, of a comeback, you know. And now we're talking right uh, for the fifth string quarterback. They should have had a fifth string quarterback. Like I don't know how long you want your depth, how deep you want your depth chart yeah. to go. But you know, San San Fran had it had a shit run of luck, and and that happens in sport. You know, every dog has its day. Yeah, injuries happen. It's part of it's part of the game. Can't do anything about it. Guys get sick. That's just part part of life. And if you gotta have an e bug, you gotta have an e bug. Anyways, the fourteen twenty. Oh, oh, just Dave. one quick thing. You know, just a couple of shows ago too, we were talking about what a nozzle Daryl Sutter was um, with uh, disrespecting that kid on his NHL Pelche, debut. Yeah, yeah Pelche. So this is the complete opposite of that. I guess would have like so Sutter yeah. never would have done this. Never. Never. Nah, he can fucking sit there, you know. Like, and so let's let's celebrate when 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 coaches given the opportunity. When guys do do the the, yeah. the, the 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 not the morally right, because it's not a moral thing, but just the uh, the spirit of of humanity, right? I guess is what. Yeah, we're, go we're out of the it. go out of their way. Go to, their to, to do to something make... nice and not be robotic and not be corporate and whatever it's going to be. And no, it's it's a great story and it's something he could he can say around with his buddies when later, like twenty years down the road, talking sitting around beers when he's selling insurance or whatever he's going to be doing it's uh it's it's a great story when he can you know <laughs> tell that story when you're in the nhl well i was yeah. there for a night but yeah oh yeah he's gonna slay if that's his thing if right like it's to. a that's a, you know, it's it's i think it's a, it's, a, it's a cool story and everything else it's just and uh, he's gonna go home with gear you know i i kind of dig that alternate jersey of the Oilers too i don't I mind those yeah i don't mind i think that's a pretty sexy jersey and then he's gonna get the whole team to sign it it, so, it sounds he's like gonna, you're, you're looking to get remarried to the uh the the uh Oilers a little bit oh no just because you're divorced doesn't mean you don't care right like <laughs> I I I I think that's a pretty. Like, I, I, always, I, bet, I bet you that's not true, Dave. Most people who are divorced, they don't care. <laughs> There's a lot that are pretty bad. Well, we're, we're <laughs> the Oilers and I like we're co-parents. You know, we've had five cups together, and you like those kids. Those cups are all grown up and and living on their own now. Yeah. But you know, you remember the days when you won those cups together, and and just because. They went awry. It's we're still divorced. Don't get me wrong. We're not. I'm not looking to hook up, but I want him to do well. 
Right on. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks to go to an Oilers game. And you save might beat a emergency back with goaltender. Because you, you might need the e-bug and you might get a game check out of the deal. That no, he didn't get anything. He got, he got the jersey and then with like his underwear, like his undergarments, that was it, yeah. Oh, to that's all that stuff, but yeah. Undergarments? Do you got team undergarments? Oh yeah. Well, what? How do they know his size? Oh, I'm sure they have st- stacks. Of them. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so, sure they don't go. Connor, you need a large. We're out. <laughs> so, like, you know, can you can you sign my job, Connor? <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Autograph sticks. The whole. Oh, I'm I'm taking everything. I'm getting to- sticks. I'm getting, oh, tickets. I'm getting luxury suites. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> walk out with your full goal, uh, your, all your, your goalie equipment thing. You're just walking out with that, and then they, you get a text the next morning, hey, you forgot your pads. Well, Look, I know. I, I, thought, I, I, I stole stuff you, I stole. Yeah, you, I didn't have room. <laughs> all the shit that I stole, I didn't move my pads. So, like, no. Connor, can you sign my jock? Yeah, sure, no problem. I'm, I'm going to ask you to take it off, though, first. <laughs> yeah, take it off, please. <laughs> Might be the appropriate thing to do, anyways. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips, from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on our, on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave, you posted this question to me the other day. We didn't get around to it with our friends from the uh, Brutaliana Sports Podcast. Oh, they're getting a lot of free plugs tonight, those guys, those two boys, J.D. and Aaron are. But uh, <clears throat> we didn't get around to it. We had a pretty bu- busy schedule. Uh, uh, the, we were talking all kinds of NFL football and their their eagle love and the like, and I can't imagine what they're what you're going to get yourself into when you join join them later on this week. But you know, I'm sure it'll be uh, entertaining. I'll have to tune in for that one for sure. But you uh, you posted a question just before we went on the air the other night, and we never, we, so we never got around to it. Uh, it was... Tell me something everyone has done that you have never done. And there's a few that I that I have that I've thought about, but one for me, and I, I shouldn't say everyone has done this because I don't know if you have or not. Uh, we have not been in, in a uh, in a locker room together uh, ever, I think, actually, because you were a soccer guy and I was a hockey guy. Um, but I don't think uh, something everyone has done, and it's, it's a large percentage of people have done this, has gotten a tattoo. I don't have any tattoos or anything, any ink. I was in a tattoo chair once in my life, and about ten seconds before the needle hit my uh, hit my calf, I was like, "Can you? No, we're not doing this." What was your thing that you had picked out? It was going to be a hockey, some hockey thing. I can't even remember what it was going to be, but it was in Bonneville, and there was going to be a, like a hockey. It was a hockey cartoon character or something, and then I was like. This not Bart Simpson. No, no, but right in that <laughs> right in that era. But I was like, I'm not going to be a hockey player my entire life, so 
I don't need this. And it, I, I stopped it right then. Like that, I was like, I don't, I'm good. And it was beer money instead. Like right? it was one of those deals. It looked like a hundred and a half or something back then. Do you have any tattoos? I have one on my shoulder. I have Asterix, uh, the, the cartoon guy. Like I don't, it's, it's not a mainstream cartoon. There's a cartoon uh, book that I, I read all the time when I was a kid, like from, I want to say grade five up. I still have a bunch and I have an anthology up in my room, upstairs in the bookshelf. Asterix and Obelix. That's it's um two French Gauls that um due to a magic potion they were able to repel the Mormon uh, the Mormons, the Romans in their small little village. That's I don't know a where different that came story from. altogether. <laughs> that's a different story altogether. That's and a that's what it is. Story. So Asterix <laughs> is this little gull uh, from the from the Mormon uh, from the Mormon I did it again. I did it again. From the from the Roman times. For those and, of you who don't know where, where Dave and I are situated, we have a very strong Mormon population. There's nothing wrong with Mormons at all. Nothing at all. It's just we no. have a we have a lot more Mormons than Romans, than Romans. in this situation it, where, where we live. For sure. <laughs> and and so I, I took this picture of Asterix um kicking a wolf in the ass, and then I put a soccer ball there. And so that's because this is I got it when I was 19. So I've had it for oh, I didn't know that. I've had it for 34 years. It's yeah, it's it's on my shoulder. It's, I haven't even looked at it in forever. Like I don't know, but because I don't look at my back in the mirror anymore. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I have I have a tattoo, but like that's it. It's just a little cartoon guy, and I and I got it 33 years ago. And I'm not besmirching people who have tattoos. I mean, on your face is another thing. I think that's a bit weird. Anything above where your shirt is. Like from your neck up, I think those ones need to maybe cool it a little bit, and that's just that's my opinion. I'm entitled to it, and that that's just who I am. Unless but you're the a tattoo of, artist, yeah. The, 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 but the the rest of them go go nuts, man. But the ones the teardrops on your face and the rest of the, that they're a bit they're a bit much for me. But uh, yeah, no, that's the one thing I've not the something that everyone is doing that I I don't do. That's that's one. No, and you know, um, yeah, like I, when I got it, my tattoo. There was no tattoo parlor in Lethbridge, Alberta. I had to drive to Fort McLeod. That so guy that did pretty good. I can't remember his remember his name, but there was, was a lot the of people. He was on the bad side of the tracks and lived in a mobile yeah, home. Yeah, he was on, the, uh, on the, 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 the south side of the tracks in Fort McLeod in a mobile home, and I can't remember his name, but yeah, there was people coming from all over, everywhere that, that I knew. Like, there was a friend of mine, Mark Hansen, he lived out in Tabor, and he drove out to uh, Fort McLeod to get one done for what, I can't remember what it was. It was the only was. place to get one done. It was the only place to get one done. I, I think I think the guy did pretty good for, like, as much, like, I like, really good, actually, back then. He had to. I, got, I had four buddies that got tattooed from him what because otherwise you had to drive to calgary and pay big bucks kind of thing right so because even back in the day so this would have been like jesus 89 1989 and it was like 130 bucks so it was a chunk of change that's when yeah. you can get a no, that's when you can get a mickey and a and a and mix for 10 bucks jesus crazy how that's changed eh? like a, the other day we went like i said before the show we, we went for a beer at the uh speaking of 1990 or whatever year we went to the the onion on the north side there and i think it's, we walked in there we just went through back, back in time the pictures were all the same in the walls the beer was the same price perfect it's good the onion green upholstery with brass rails <laughs> yeah it was the same thing man not much that opened up the, 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 the owners of that place owned buffalo bills 
that opened up when I was working at Buffalo Bills. So that like it. So in 1988 is when that opened up. Is when I'm didn't they also team. own O'Reilly's? O'Reilly's, the Cadillac, Buffalo Bills, and oh. uh, and uh, there was a pizza joint, the piece of the pie or whatever that was in there. I don't remember I just, that one. But it but that was just takeout. But nonetheless, Dave, go ahead, I've, ne- I've never I. <laughs> I've never done Instagram or TikTok, and I don't even have those apps on my phone. And everybody does that shit now. I've and- done Instagram for the show and TikTok for the show, but I'm not really sure how it works. How do you do TikTok or, without knowing or, how it works? Or if it works. Because I, I do it through YouTube, and you can just hit a button. Like I don't know if it does anything. I, I, I don't think I've done it for a few months. Like, does done, it like, make you do a funny we, like, dance we, we, and stuff like that? No, you can just talk. Like, oh, okay. we, we like the 1420. We have a TikTok account. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't. No one does anything with it. Like I, I don't even know if we have any followers or anything. Like it's just one of those things you're supposed to have. I don't know. They tell you to do TikTok, so we do TikTok. So you do it. All right. Like it's so, like videos. It's, it's, the thing about TikTok, it's funny, is that it'll get like 900 plus views about nothing. About nothing. Whether those people transcribe into watching our show, probably not. I don't know. Like, well, because we're not exactly like the only TikToks I see are the things that come across my Twitter feed every now and then. And it's people kind of doing funny things. And, and we just sit here and talk. Yeah, I don't I do not do funny. So I don't know how that translates to TikTok. But we say if, funny if, things and we look at funny things we don't, we don't do funny things we're past that stage in our life we're doing funny things it takes we're passionate. us it, we're it, it takes it passionate yeah we're taking ourselves out of that equation because i don't i can't i can't physically do funny things anymore it just doesn't work i ain't jerry fucking lewis jesus fuck <laughs> well you know if you depends who you ask because i don't know if i told this story when we brought jasper to that dave matthews band concert at the gorge I was dancing like no one's watching. Yeah. And he looked over and he fell down laughing. Dad, <laughs> what are you doing? Fucking dancing, boy. Dancing, man. Dancing like no one's watching. <laughs> I'm dancing it? like no one's watching. Is that, is that the, one, that? one of those inspirational oh, pictures yeah. that everybody's got in their house when they're, they're 19 or 20 years old? 20 years oh, old? Oh, you bet. No, but I, like when I dance, I always do. Well, not every time I dance. Sometimes when I when I'm at Dave Matthews at the gorge, I'm dancing like no one's watching. Because where else are you gonna do that? So that's very true. You know, maybe that's the something I do that no one else does. I'll flip the I'll flip I'll put that question on its head. I don't mind getting down. No, I love getting down. It's just it's it's just it's getting up to get down. That's the way I have the problems. Well, there is that too, anyways. <laughs> I, I need some more energy. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. I've nope, never, never read a Harry Potter book. Nope. What else have I never done? I've never painted my face to go to a sporting event. Yeah, fuck. Those guys, movie. you know, you see them at every game, and they're inexpensive seats. So you just drop five bills to paint up your face to scream? Like, I don't... I get it you want to be a fan and show your support. but I don't get it. I don't get it. How does that make you a better fan? I don't get it. I don't like I'll be Jersey guy at a Yankee game. And that's as far as I'll go. 
That's Jersey it. guy is fun. I, I have I have zero complaints about yeah. Jersey guy. Like you know, it's 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 kind of expected, and you don't have to wear a jersey, but I get it. Face paint, I don't get it. And then the full costumes, like those guys in in uh, Oakland, how they get the the, the know, L.A. now or, or Las Vegas, sorry, but the, yeah, the Road, road Warrior, warrior spikes and the whole bit. Like, I don't get that, but yeah, it's it's odd. It's odd. Fandom, fandom's weird. Like it's really, really strange how people get so dressed up and everything else. It's not. I don't know. It's yeah. That's something I've never done. I've never. Uh, yeah, I've never painted my face. Never. Like not not a decal. Not a. Because I remember we we'd go to Oilers games, they, they'd have those decals on the thing. Yeah, I'm not doing that. And I, that? It's not that I'm just yeah, I'm too cool to do it, but I think what it comes down to is I'm just too cool to do it. Yeah, because that's not a cool guy. That's look at me guy. Yeah. <laughs> two guys, uh, I'm, I'm two not, guys with a fucking podcast. That's a look at me of anything. That's like, well, that's what I was just gonna say. I'm not a look at. <laughs> I'm not a look at me guy. I'm a listen to me guy. Yeah, that that's one thing that we've been <laughs> the, the entire time we've known each other, Dave is uh, is listen to me guy because we've been listening to me guy. We're trying to uh, out uh, out listen listen to me guy for all the all these years, right? So it's kind of funny that uh, it's the way this all turned out. But anyways, anyways, I think that's it for tonight, Dave. I got nothing else. You. Um, no, I'm pre- uh, you, you know what? I'll I'll just do a couple little things. Okay. Um, Greg Olson is really growing on me. He called a hell of a game in a route uh, than that Eagle uh, Niners game. Yeah, you're right. And fucking Tony Romo, CBS has to be kicking themselves in the balls for 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 signing that guy to that big deal. All he does is yell and scream when the game's on the line. Like that's all that guy does. It's fucking he embarrassing. Just shows, uh fake exuberance to me yeah right that doesn't need to be like everybody knows the like when you're at the game there's no announcer and the, the, let the emotion take take over right so on when you're at home if you're a fan i don't think you need that emotion and let a, a good broadcaster uh, like a, for, for a live the game event breathe. lets the game breathe and they'll they'll let it play out and not say anything because let let the crowd and let the players sh- show 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 the event and show what's going on and when Romo gets up they're just screaming and yelling and fake exuberance because he thinks that's what people want dude they don't and you would think you would think that his his agent and his people and his advisors and CBS on and on would say something to him like dude Shut it. Like, you know, like, just, like, just shut it. Because yeah, like, like, you, the, you, the, wor- the world can't be wrong. Right. You right? got to turn it down just a little bit here. Because, like, like I said, I, I, I scratched my head when he got that big money. But now, you know, it's it's almost like I can see why he was never a money quarterback. Because the, the bigger the game, the more annoying he is. And yeah, that's kind of how he played the game. He just yeah, maybe that's the thing. He he uh, couldn't let the uh, the game play out in his head, and he had he got too emotional and too too psyched up, and he was making mistakes all over the place. Who knows? I don't know. It's it's yeah. He's he's just yeah. It's not good. No, I'm glad I'm I'm glad I've grown to like Greg Olson because he really does do a good game, and I'm glad CBS isn't calling this year's game. So Fox. There. Is it Fox? It, it's Fox this year. Yeah. Because it would have been, yeah, because that Aikman and Buck left to ESPN. And NBC is Tariko and Collingsworth. I like my announcers. I I'm neither here nor there. Ah, uh, no, in football, that's not that's totally not true. You 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 have your favorites calling Yankees and Dodger games. 
right? It's just based off football. So no, with football, I, I, I'm neither here. Like, I, whatever. Yeah. Just don't be annoying. Like, give me facts. Don't, yeah. And don't yeah. say the N-word. That's very important, Tony Romo. Don't. Oh, yeah. Don't be- uh, Make sure you listen to that because it's quite, uh, like, oof. I'll find it, and then, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, if, if it's anything worth talking about, we'll definitely touch upon we'll it. We'll delve into there on Thursday night. Dave, have a good time with the the boys from uh, the Brutally Honest Sports Podcast uh, later on this week. I'm sure it'll be uh, quite entertaining. Got to eat some humble pie a little bit. Well, you know, uh, I'm not going to. I'm gonna cash the checks that my mouth writes, and and so that's that's what's gonna happen for me. That might be the week. first time in your history that that's gonna happen, actually. Wow, that's not necessarily true. <laughs> I don't know that. I'll yeah. think of another time, and we'll get back to you. Anyways, fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself. You need your own. Keep your stick on the ice, and what else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk to you on Thursday night.